Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Years ago today, Woodstock 99 literally and figuratively came to a fiery end, to say the least. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. Brendan, nicely done. It was an uncalled-for shot on your part. Did a little bit of research in Omerk. Yeah, it. a little bit. Well, remember, that was the, the Netflix series that came out last year. Train you and wreck. I were Train both wreck. super excited about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I figured I had to integrate that at some point today. I might go down the rabbit hole of other uh, Woodstock 99 artists. Can we play some of them? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, hey, tragically, Hip played Woodstock. They sure did. Jewel played Woodstock. Yeah. She left. She wasn't too happy with. Uh, <laughs> she got a little freaked out as uh, the story went. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining the Oilers Now is presented by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Coming. Hey, we got a good show for you today. Uh, lots to get to. Um, and uh, coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, for the horses in horse racing, Albert, a reminder, live racing at Century Mile Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, yes, indeed. They've also got, that's thoroughbred style out at Century Mile. They've also got live standardbred racing Sunday afternoon on Track on 2 in Lacombe. The home of Terry Jones. Post time is at 2.15. Frank Cerevalli from Daily Faceoff, one of the most plugged-in men in the business. Uh, today, the Boston Bruins legendary two-way centerman, Patrice Bergeron, has called it quits. A man who knows that market like nobody else's business, Joe Haggerty. Hacks with Hags uh, coming down the pipe at 105 today. And at 135, he's written a couple pieces here in the last uh, few days. A guy that uh, we've actually had a lot of requests on the Ashley Fine Floors text line over the last several years to, to get on the show. He's been on once before. Uh, he... 
simply put, uh, this guy is one of the emerging stars of the athletics, uh, of the athletic, and that is Dom Lucician. And he is coming up today at one uh, thirty-five. And uh, the phonetic pronunciation, Luce Chishin, uh, Luce Chishin, uh coming down the pipe. I, I, there was a, Brendan, this is before your time, but certainly Dave Campbell and Morley uh, Scott. Do you remember a kicker by the name of the Big Z? that kicked for the Argos and also was in the CFL, was a nope. Canadian guy, went to UCLA on a track scholarship, Zenon Andrewsition. And so I've always... <laughs> with Tom's name and I'll undo- we'll just call him Dom you know, he does some great work on the athletic he's written a piece about the fact that he thinks from an analytics perspective the Oilers have upgraded their team with the signing of Connor Brown despite the fact that they lost both Kyler Yamamoto and Clem Costin uh, so we'll get some thoughts from Dom he's also going to uh, he has a piece coming out tomorrow on the worst contracts in the NHL uh, he had a piece today on the best contracts Connor McDavid with an honorable mention I'll get him to explain all of that but because it has to do with the contract carrying forward and the lack of shelf life on McDavid's um deal is part of what would keep him and theoretically Leon Dreisaitl off that top 10 list. Of course, you can reach us anytime at the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. Don't miss Brett Michaels live at the River Cree Saturday, September the 16th. Get your tickets now at the RiverCreeResort.com River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. I believe on Saturday, September 16th, I will be in Penticton at the Rookie Tournament. Uh, you can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. All right, Escott. So, uh, look, I got to... I just want to put a special shout-out to everybody that works outside. Over the last 48 hours, the wild weather conditions of night have played havoc for some of the people that I know that are... uh, you know, they, they do some of the uh, strong work and in infrastructure and that sort of thing. So, hey, for everybody that's impacted on that in the short term, and hopefully they can get right back at her. But it's a byproduct that you and me don't have to necessarily worry about. With the wild storms in Alberta a couple nights ago, that was off the charts on Sunday night. Like, that was... Did you get it in your neck of the woods? Because I can oh, tell yeah. you in southwest Edmonton, it was something. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little west-central, if you want to look at it that yeah. way. And uh, and it was hammering us, power out, better lightning storm that I've seen since I've moved to Edmonton kind of a thing. And and then, of course, you know, thoughts to those uh, up in the kind of the West Lock area. Yeah. I saw some toppled trees, and it was uh, pretty tense times last night. Yeah, I got a buddy, uh, Mitch Jewell, that lives in West Lock, and he's a huge oil. Others fan, and uh, he's one of those guys that's uh, business is a little bit impacted on the short term. They'll be right back at it. That's Alberta. Albertans fight through stuff like this all the time. We live with it. It's part of who we are. It's all good, man. It's all good. All right. Uh, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Did you see uh, uh, the comments from Darnell Nurse? David Staples wrote about it in the Cult of Hockey. I guess that would have been uh, yesterday. Yesterday, uh, from a podcast that Darnell had done with Luke Gazdick. Your thoughts? 
He's not wrong. He has been blamed for everything from, uh, you know, losses and turnovers to the traffic on Stony Plain Road for two reasons. Number one, there's been, you know, Ty, when you're playing 25 minutes a game, sometimes you are to blame for the turnovers and that sort of thing. And the other thing is the hockey fans in this market are as passionate as ever. So, you know, I'd like to see a player who wants to embrace that as a challenge and, and be somebody moving forward who wants to, you know, not be a beacon of that kind of thing. So. I, my experience in this has been in this market, and I think back to Sean Horkoff, who was a very good two-way centerman, but got himself a six-year deal at $5.5 million, and that ratcheted up the criticism. Darnell got paid, uh, deservedly so. He was bridged twice. The Oilers were not in a strong negotiating position. Don't forget, Oscar Clefbaum's career came uh, to a, a crashing halt due to injury. That was a substantive loss to the organization. Adam Larson had the personal tragedy with his father passing away in Edmonton, no longer had Oscar here. So when Ken Holland took the job, uh, actually at the time that Ken Holland took the job, the Oilers appear to have uh, Nurse and well, Clefbaum was the first uh, pairing defenseman, so Clefbaum and Nurse is your top two lefty Larson, and a guy that a lot of people believed in, and John Marino on the right side, who they ultimately elected not to sign here. Now, Brandon, we've talked about this before. I think you need to know what sort of players fit your market the best. If you take a look at the history of the Edmonton Oilers over the last, you know, dating back to when they joined the NHL in 7980, we're at 44 years now. There's been a lot of success with players from the West, Ontario, uh, Sweden, and Finland. Not necessarily, we went through a period, certainly uh, before the salary cap, uh, where Doug Waite and Bill Guerin were American players that fit in great. But at times, there's been some challenges for all the Western Canadian teams, or Canadian teams in general, with some American... I'm going to talk about this a bit coming up with Frank Saravalli. I think there's a different type of... I think a couple things happened. The pandemic, I think, changed things a little bit. Uh, Now, in the scenario of John Marino, frankly, I think that uh, Pete Shirelli, no longer being a GM, played a factor in him not signing with the Edmonton Oilers at that time. I think that there was a connection, if I recall uh, correctly, between uh, Shirelli and the Marino camp that uh, ultimately resulted in the Oilers having to move him for a draft pick. All of that, the reality of the situation is the Oilers for sure had three top four defensemen. They had Clefbaum, they had Nurse, and they had Larson. And then they had none if they didn't get Darnell's Nurse signed. He also got re-signed on that eight-year deal in the year of the defenseman. Seth Jones got a big-time deal, uh, Zach Wierenski. And there's one thing working against Darnell Nurse, and we've talked about this before, and most of the listeners totally get it. Defensemen that don't end up on the first unit power play, they are challenged to have more than 40 points in a season. Like, you got to be... Darnell Nurse is top 20 in the league over the last three years. I think he's third in five-on-five goals. And I think he's 16th in five-on-five points. And some of you who are not supporters of Darnell Nurse would say, yeah, but... So you're going to be yeah, but guy and say, well, he plays with Connor McDavid five-on-five, so drives his numbers. He's still third in even-strength goals in the last three years. But in terms of an eight-year deal at $9.25 million, Brendan, with Evan Bouchard here, Darnell Nurse is going to be on the second unit power play. He's not going to be on the first unit power play. Now, let me ask you this, because I've had this discussion with 
a couple other guys, some guys in the media that you know I respect and like, they don't think there would be a significant difference on the power play if it was Nurse instead of Bouchard. They think the power play would operate. I mean, the power play, and I, I mean, I've I've had some Oilers coaches suggest to me it might actually operate better with the left shot. Clefbaum ran the power play, and then he couldn't continue with his career. Barry took over the power play. Nurse had a little bit of time on the power play, and uh, once Barry was traded, Bouchard. So Barry a right shot, Bouchard a right shot. In my opinion, my personal opinion, Evan Bouchard is a better and more viable long-term option than Darnell. But do you buy it that it's not significant enough since you've invested this much in Darnell? Maybe you'd be better off looking... I mean, I like Bouchard. I wouldn't trade Bouchard, but there are some people that think that maybe the organization should look at doing that. What do you think? Oh, man, that's a difficult one for me to want to pull the trigger on because they're they're different players. I don't think that you can genuinely expect the same sort of offensive ceiling that that would have not just the Oilers organization, you know, uh, sort of drooling at the opportunity, but every team around the league should be salivating at, at the thought of Evan Bouchard helping out, if not running their power play. The thing about Edmonton's power play is it doesn't need a defenseman quarterbacking it, quote unquote, like you see with many other teams. So as long as you've got somebody up there who can be a part of the puck distribution, you don't need that heavy shot. But boy, isn't it nice to have that heavy shot up there. And it's somebody that you've homegrown into a position where you can, you have to win with homegrown talent. And this is one of your guys that you you went with. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I, I think the power play looked different. I mean, take a look at how the power play was in the playoffs. And it was different in the playoffs. It was Connor, Leon, and Evan Bouchard. They were sort of the guys that were in on the, you know, the comment instead of it being Nugent Hopkins, Connor, and Leon for a lot of the regular season. And, you know, we all, and Nugent still ended up having 12 points in the playoffs. And he'd tell you he needs to be better, uh, you know. But the bottom line here is it, it isn't, or maybe he had 10 points in 12 games, whatever it was. I know he only got the one goal. Um, so this is an interesting thing. Now, last week, you guys had George LaRock on the show. And, I did. I mentioned I did an event out in Irma, and Daryl Sutter was there, and Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. By the way, Jerry's gonna. Uh, we have Keith Gretzky coming into studio on Thursday. He's gonna join us for about an hour. Uh, tomorrow we'll have Lane Peterson, Stu McDonald, Stu McDonald coming in from the Oilers to talk about the power packs, and also to talk a bit about uh, Oilers now moving hours. So you'll you want to hear that as well coming up tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have Jerry come in the studio and talk a bit about scouting in the next couple of weeks. There's another thing just on Bouchard. May I remind you, represented by Wasserman, the same agency that has Connor McDavid. All right, on to you guys having George LaRock on the show last week um, for Contract Equipment Limited. We go only orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, excited to announce their women's only workwear store is now open. It's located four doors north of their direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. George LaRock, uh, I mentioned the event out in Irma where people were great, and Daryl Sutter talked about the greatest players of all time and said, well, i got to win a cup to, to be a great player. Talked about Gretzky, talked about Crosby, and I countered by saying it's a different era of uh, time. We've never seen a player more advanced than Connor McDavid. Here's what George LaRock had to say about the Edmonton Oilers needing to help Connor McDavid to win. 
thing with though, with, with Connor is that as good as he is, and you look at all the points and everything that he brings, he cannot do everything himself. It's a team sport. And I know that it's hard for the others right now because they're strapped in for cash and to improve this team. There's so many things that, that the others would love to do, but they're strapped for cash. And I'm pretty sure that there's some contract that's been signed that they would love to modify them, but it's not like in football that you could do so. So you have to do with the way it is. I hope that Donald Nurse could go back to the D-man that, that, that deserved that, that, that big signing that we give to him because I think he could do better than, than what we're seeing so far. But what's going to happen, guys, if we don't win within three years? You know, Connor's contract is up in three years. What, what's going to happen? Well, uh, I actually will tell you that uh, I think Edmonton's going to be an okay position in that regard. That's all I'm going to say right now at 1221 at Edmonton. But I, it's a fair and valid concern on McDavid. Uh, as for Nurse, you know, I think he's, I know enough about Darnell to know that he's, you know, maybe wasn't super happy with how it went against Vegas, but he wasn't the sole reason why the team failed. He knows that. We all know that. Stuart Skinner would tell you he needs to make more saves. Leon Drysaddle would tell you he needed to be better five on five against Eichel's line. Um, you know, Derek Ryan would say that in a support role, you know, they needed to cash in on a couple more opportunities that McLeod and Fogle and Ryan had. You know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins would say he should have uh, contributed a little bit more as well. That's what happens when you lose. When you lose, everybody has to look internally and ask themselves how they can get better. But guess what? Even if you win, you're still asking yourself, all right, how do we get better next season? How do we keep improving and growing? It is uh, 12-22 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a break. When we come back, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Drew Shamahorn and the staff, and uh, and then I'm going to bang off some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You're listening to Oilers Now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. By the way, special thanks again yesterday. I got a lot of uh, tweets, a lot of texts on the show about Kenny Lacusta's hour-long appearance on yesterday's show, 68 years of age. He was sharp. He was on it. And Brendan, he's still in shape. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he looks like he can still go <laughs> if need be. No problem. You know, I ended up watching uh, after we had him on yesterday. Uh, this morning, I fired up uh, Kenny Lacoust against George Foreman. And he got put down by a punch and then came right back off that punch on a, on a standing uh, count and popped. Uh, Foreman and got him with a good shot, but it's George Foreman you're put down, and George was a big man, to say the least. All right, into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. That's actually where I came up with the idea to have Kenny on the show. I went by to see Drew Shamhorn, and Kenny was there, and and it was great. Brennan, I love it when I don't have to be the guy that talks. I I have a, a friend. He's a friend of mine. His name's Daily Doug, a.k.a. Doug Wade. And whenever I go out, I don't have to say anything because he talks 90% of the time. It's awesome. Uh, 
Uh, and he's actually quite smart. He easily could host a sports show, I can tell you that. You don't have to be a rocket surgeon to be able to pull that together. Your local branded merchandising specialists are at Elite Promotional Marketing. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brandon. All right. Well, if you missed it off the top of the show, Patrice Bergeron officially announcing his retirement this morning after 19 NHL seasons. Tony D'Angelo signed a one-year, $1.675 million deal with the Carolina Hurricanes. Florida signing E2 Lusterainen to a three-year contract extension. Uh, 23-year-old scored a career-high 17 goals, 26 assists across all 82 games last year. Minnesota Wild expecting now to go to an arbitration hearing August 4th with goaltender uh, Philip Gustafson, 25-year-old, went 22-9-7 in the regular season, really wrestled the starter's job away from Marc-Andre Fleury. Wild GM Bill Guerin, by the way, will also assume the role of president of hockey operations moving forward. He's been the GM for four years now in many. The team has made the playoffs each year, not escaping the first round, though. And uh, BC's Kootenai International Junior Hockey League moving from a Junior B classification to Tier 2 Junior A status. This is approval announced by Hockey Canada and BC Hockey this morning. So uh, I guess not the same level as the Alberta Junior League, but if you're familiar with, say, the Superior International Junior Hockey League in Western Ontario, that would be akin to it. Didn't the BCJHL opt out? Of the junior, the uh, BCHL is no longer a part of Hockey Canada. B, the BCHL is so Correct. that's that's the top junior A league in which traditionally, basically, Alberta, BC have been the two top. Le- I mean, you used to broad, you used to do play by play, sure at Park, right? Yep. So. Um, those were the top. Where's the majority of the? Is it still the Royal Bank Cup? Is that what they play for? Yeah, I, they, it's just the World or the Junior A Championship. I don't okay. think it's sponsored at this point. Unfortunately, so it was the RBC when I was doing it. Okay, yes. so Brooks has got like. Oh my goodness! How much? They must be pumping lots of money in that program. Yeah, I think someone's got lots of money. There. Someone's got lots of money. It's kind of like nice uh, new building, nice new jerseys, beautiful broadcast, lots of good players. It's kind of like follow the, the money. Yeah, follow. It's like when the Vancouver Island Raiders were really good. In junior football, right? They had a lot of, like, you've been out to Vancouver Island much? It's not exactly the easiest place. First of all, as a total aside, have you have you have you ever gone out to like how many times have you been on the ferry out to the islands over the years? Oh, uh, not a ton, but certainly say four, five, six times on the ferry. I, I've done the trip from. Uh, I guess Victoria, we went up to Parksville, yeah, yeah. even as far up. We went to Sayward, B.C., so we were like super far north on the island, but did the the uh, east coast of it, yeah. So I have a sister that lives in Qualcomm Beach about... Oh, know, it's beautiful there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love like Qualcomm about Beach. 12, about 12 to 15 minutes away from Parksville. Yeah. So we were in Parksville two weeks ago. The least favorite part of going out to the island? Taking that ferry. Just, I don't know what it is. You, you got to get there an hour and a half before time, and yeah, you know what I mean. You used to be able to stay in your vehicle. Now you can't stay in your vehicle anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's just not as much fun as it used to be. Well, that's uh, nobody really cares what I think. Let's get off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back, uh, one of our favorite guests to have on the show each week, Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing in Alberta.